Welcome back to Legacy of Mom podcast. I'm Tina. We are all leaving a legacy. Have you thought about yours? I get to do this podcast with my oldest daughter, Britt. Hi, Britt. Hey. How are you doing today? I'm good. You sound better. Last week, you were all so stuffy. And Uh I said, afterwards, I think once we got off, I said, get some Zycam. And, oh uh, my gosh, let me tell you, this is not sponsored in any way. No. That stuff, <laughs> can dude, I literally, I, listen, you're just, you're just always right. I just need to stop. And when you suggest something, I just need to listen the first time. You'd think I would learn by now. So I went after, it was like the next day, I went and got it. And by the afternoon, I started using it. By that evening, I was almost, and let me let me preface this, that my nose was so congested that when I breathed in, like, it was 100% clogged. Like, I couldn't breathe. Ugh. And by the evening, so there was, what, three doses in me? I've taken every three hours. There's three doses in me. I was almost, I was like 90% clear. Yeah. And then... I continued in the next day. By 24 hours later, I was 100% clear and feeling yeah. so good. Yeah. Like, it, that stuff's wild. You guys got to get it's good Zycam. stuff. Zycam. I got the, we, I got the yeah. nasal spray. Nasal the na- spray. Yes. I know there's like different versions, but the yes. nasal spray. That's what we use here, too. So go get your Zycam, guys. It's cold yeah. and flu season. <laughs> <laughs> So today, we are going to dive into some deep waters. So hang with us. We got some stuff we want to talk about. It's been on our hearts. Um, I want to talk, I want to start off talking about maturity in Christ. So in order for us to experience freedom and victory in our Christian life, there's two concepts that have to happen. One is maturity. Okay, so in Second Peter 1, 3, it says we have everything that we need to grow to maturity in Christ. We have everything. And I feel like we struggle here so much. We struggle, but we don't know why. Mm-hmm. So Satan is opposed to our maturity. Did you know that? Satan is opposed to oh, I would have never guessed. <laughs> what a wild fact. Satan is, <laughs> Satan is opposed to Your our maturity. I know. <laughs> He is opposed to our maturity, and he will do anything he can to keep us from realizing who we are in Christ and Mm. what we have in Christ. So Mm. here we go back to identity again, right? Here we are. We have to experience victory over the dark side, which is Satan. It sounds like Star Wars kind of stuff, the dark side. But there is a dark side. There's good and evil. Mm -hmm. And if we, we can't ignore the dark side and we can't ignore where we've dabbled in the dark side in our lives. And that's where we're going on this podcast. But before mm-hmm. we can be fully mature, we have to experience victory over that. Okay. So yeah. maturity, right? We got to stop drinking the milk. We got to grow up. Yeah. And then the second thing, and this is really where we're parking today is freedom. Galatians 5.1 tells us it's for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject to a yoke of slavery. So when I read that, it's like I, we can be free, but we can lose our freedom. We can't lose our salvation, yeah. but we right. can lose our freedom. And yeah. I think that that's where so many believers struggle is they've lost their freedom or yeah. 
they didn't even know they had freedom to begin with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I always say if if the enemy can't have your soul, he will do everything to go after your freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. He will keep you blind to your bondage and your sin in your life to yeah. keep you from living a full free life in Jesus Christ and being all that he's called you to be. Right. Be aware it, of that. Oh, absolutely. So maturity is an instant, by the way. That's a process. And that's something that we develop over time. And that comes from reading the word every day, because we talk about this all the time. Reading the word every day, praying every day, walking in fellowship, communing with God every day. That is an instant. That comes over time. Freedom is instant, because we can pray and confess our sin and turn back to God. And in that moment, he sets us free. Mm -hmm. So we have to stop living at Satan's level. We live at his level. And that's why we don't walk in freedom. So what we need to do is we need to start renouncing any activities in our lives and group which denies Jesus Christ or anything that offers guidance through any source other than the absolute authority of God. So what I see happening in the church, and that's we want to talk to church people and Jesus moms, right, Mm -hmm. is that there are places where we are unknowingly living at Satan's level. Yeah. And we don't even know it. Yeah. And so we've picked four things that have been on our hearts. We picked yoga. We've picked mm-hmm. the Enneagram. We've picked Halloween. And we've picked um, the Ouija board, the Christian and Ouija horoscopes. board. Horoscopes. Yeah, and horoscopes. Ouija board. Yeah. At all. And these are all places where we're living at Satan's level. And we don't mm-hmm. even know it. And this whole yeah. witchcraft and divination is walking into the church every Sunday. And it's walking into our yeah. lives when we do these things. And this is what's keeping us from maturing and living in freedom in Christ. So yeah. with yeah. that having, having been said, let's go down these things and talk okay. about them. So yeah. I know you wanted to talk about yoga. So let's start with yoga. And I actually do want to start by saying this is something that I have participated in in my life that I'm very familiar with. And I can tell you straight up that I felt convicted, even though I did not ever share this with you because you told me don't do it, but I did it anyways. <laughs> but the, I was living in rebellion and I, I did feel convicted when I started doing it because there's something there. But I didn't know, I knew it was like not right, like something was a little wonky, but I didn't know what. It's so important. And here's here's what the enemy told me over and over. And this is what the enemy tells all the people that I hear who try and justify this. It's just stretching. You're just stretching yeah. and yeah. you're just building your muscles. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. It's fine. You just don't just just don't do the part where they like worship things. Just do the stretches. Mm-hmm. This is all the lies from the enemy that he told me. Oh, yeah. And I know there's many people who hear the same lies. Mm-hmm. So let's dive in because it's important to understand the origins and the roots of these things. Why mm-hmm. they are demonic. Why they're not okay. Right. So yoga, it's an ancient practice derived from India, believed to be the path to spiritual growth and enlightenment. The word yoga means union, and the goal is to unite one's transitory, temporary self with the infinite Brahman, the Hindu concept of God. Mm -hmm. But this Brahman is not a literal being. It's an impersonal spiritual substance that is one with nature and the cosmos. This view is called pantheism 
And it's the belief that everything is God and that the reality and that reality consists only of the universe and nature. So because everything is, quote, God, mm -hmm. the yoga philosophy makes no distinction, distinction between man and God. The practice of yoga is based on the belief that man and God are one. So this is self-worship disguised as high-level spirituality. Mm. Participating in yoga is, is participating. This is what's happening. When you sit there and do what the enemy is telling you, just these, quote, stretches, participating in yoga is participating in this pantheism and self-worship ideology, whether you believe in it or not, or whether you try to remove certain spiritual aspects. Mm -hmm. You can try and, and fluff it. You can try and put the word Christian on it. You can try and, and change the, the chanting, whatever it is, all you want. You are still actively participating in the worship of a false god, in self-worship, in this, this ideology and theology of pan, pantheism. Mm -hmm. It originated with blatantly anti-Christian philosophy, and that philosophy has not changed. Right. So here's the thing. You can put lipstick on a pig all you want. Mm -hmm. It's still a pig. Yeah. It still has the same roots. It still has the same belief system. It still has the same origins. And when you participate in it, you're participating in that. And you are agreeing with those beliefs. That's right. That is demonic. Yeah. First Corinthians 10 says that everything we do should be done for the glory of God. This does not glorify God one bit. No. So maybe we should be asking ourselves, should we be participating in this? Yeah. So my understanding is, and maybe you can, I don't know if you know this or not, that the poses, the stretches that you're doing mm -hmm. are actual poses to certain gods. I've heard yeah, that. So it, it's like, it's it's worshiping certain aspects. So there's tree pose and, and I don't know, I think everyone knows about downward dog. They all have meaning and they yeah. all have reasons behind them. Right. And it just all goes back to worship of self and nature and various other gods right they all have meaning and reason and i and i think we have to remember that if we're walking with jesus and we're reading the bible and the bible says do not involve yourselves in these pagan activities that we need to mm -hmm. see to walk it's about walking in obedience to god and right. making you know keeping ourselves holy and not allowing right. these certain things to enter into our lives Right. Yeah. We're not telling you what to think. We're we're telling you how to think. Like, do your research. Just giving you and giving look, you facts. Look, it, yes. If if you walk away from this podcast and you go, you know what, whatever. That's Tina and Brett. That's fine. You know, you are the one. Yeah. At the end of the day, you have to walk before God with clean hands and a clear conscience. And if you've educated right. yourself on that, and you you see nothing wrong with it, then we're like peace sister. Right. We're like yeah. peace. But yeah. we're just saying, do your homework, understand yeah. what you're getting involved in. The other one that I see coming into the church, and this has really penetrated into the Christian one. church. It's huge. It's the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I'm going there. I, I've actually done the Enneagram. I've actually gone there and, and found out what my personality type is and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. there's Christian Enneagram. And I mean, Carlene just had somebody mm -hmm. coming into her work teaching Enneagram and doing it with, you know, and now look, I'm going to tell you straight up, knowing the personalities and understanding why people do certain things and the way they tick is, is always beneficial. 
Mm-hmm. But I think we can we can find that out by just observing and following Jesus and listening to the Holy right. Spirit. But the problem right. with the Enneagram is, is it's rooted in Eastern mysticism. Mm-hmm. And it only came on the scene, I want to say, in the 60s. Like, it's fairly new. It's not anything, like, that's been around, like, forever. But it was based in that. And it was created by man. And mm-hmm. I'll link this in the show notes. But there's a video of the guy who came up with the nine personality types of the Enneagram. And he got them through automatic writing. Well, automatic writing is basically putting your pen on a piece of paper and just letting it move. And guess who right. gets? guess who moves it? the enemy. Now, mm-hmm. you're going to take the Enneagram. And if you have taken the Enneagram, and I've taken the Enneagram, it's pretty accurate, right? I, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see those personality types in me. What it does is it usurps your identity in Christ. 100%. It's like, okay, now I'm a seven wing eight. Right. And so then we operate in that mode. And so what it yes. becomes is a suggestion of what my identity is. But my, I, I am a child of God. Anything you follow, I am with, you're identifying with. And mm-hmm. when you begin to identify yourself with something that's man-made and out of Eastern mysticism and all those things, you're walking in a very precarious place. <laughs> Can I just say, it, it, what it does too is it puts walls on, on what your your abilities are. But there, God, there's no walls with God. God right. is capable of working in you and in, in in crazy ways and in, in doing the doing things outside of what you thought you were capable of. Imagine if Moses took the Enneagram. Moses was not a good speaker, but right. God made him lead his people out of Egypt. Right. Imagine if he was like, nope, I'm a seven. I'm a three. Two, whatever. I don't know. I can't do this. It's sorry. It's not in my identity. Sorry, right. God. Like, right. Imagine. Come on, guys. Like right. Exactly. And that's what Let's happens. God, the power. Let's but the, th- the thing, yes. The it totally denies, number one, how God created you. And that is not just in your personality. And we all have very unique personalities. Being fearfully and wonderfully made means that we were individually made. We weren't manufactured in like, you know, some just spitting them out kind of thing. He individually made each and every one of us. And it denies our spiritual gifting. Mm-hmm. So when, as a believer, when you tie in spiritual gifting to how God created you, it makes you a very unique person and you're not in a box. Now, like yeah. I said, is some of that stuff like personality types and stuff like that helpful? But yeah, well, there's such there's many better ones that are out there that are rooted in like there's Myers-Briggs. There's a disc personality system. There's ones that are based in scientific kind of stuff. But you've got to yeah. marry those with your spiritual gifting. And yeah. you cannot just because something says you're this that you're a child of God, period. Right. So with the Enneagram, I think we need to be extremely, extremely careful. I have had, I did do the Enneagram. I did go back and renounce any ground I may have given to the enemy in that. So that's yeah. Enneagram. So to, you, to be clear, I did renounce yoga. <laughs> I went back, yeah. claimed back that ground that I gave yeah. to the enemy there. It's important. It sets yeah. you free. You don't even realize it. Right. When you're bound up in that stuff. You don't even realize how that's affected your life. Right. And I think these are places where we live at Satan's level. Yes. And I think he's stirring around in those places. Mm-hmm. We need to live above that level as yeah. children of God. Yeah. So next so up. Next. 
So next one, let's talk about Halloween. These are, I know these are Ooh. not, these are a little controversial. Yeah. I know how, I know people are very yeah. like, okay, I, but here's the thing. I'm not going to tell anybody what they should or shouldn't do. I just want to give you the facts. Again, just give you the facts. You take it to the Lord and you decide yes. with Jesus where you are supposed to walk in this. Because right. I can tell you right now, like for me, I'd, I've never loved Halloween. I've always hated the holiday. <laughs> I really have. I just didn't care for it. Um, so we never really celebrated it. We never did anything with it. Mm. Um, but I I did participate in, um, you know, a party or two in my lifetime. Um, but yeah, I felt convicted here heavily this past year, um, 2023. And it's just, it's not going to be in my life, my kids' lives. It's just mm-hmm. not going to happen and under this roof anymore. Um, okay, so Halloween. First of all, it's a satanic holiday. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. I, I, I think people yeah. like to fluff this, but yeah. let's be very honest with ourselves. It is yeah. a satanic holiday rooted in paganism, made to worship evil spirits and promote darkness and wickedness. That's what it is, guys. I mean, when so, you when you just say exactly <laughs> what it is, it's like, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. As a Christian, is this should I be? <laughs> Am I should I be participating with demons and so, the darkness yeah. and the dark side, right? Uh-huh. Living at Saint, talk about living at Saint's level. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's dig into the roots here. <sighs> Halloween began as the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. It's pronounced Samhain. Um, Samhain is a pagan religious festival originating from an ancient Celtic spiritual tradition. It's usually celebrated from October 31st to November 1st to welcome in the harvest and usher in the dark half of the year. Literally, Mm. this is what it says. Mm. Celebrants believe that the barriers between the physical world and the spirit world break down during Samhain, allowing more interaction between humans and spirits of other world. Mm. Guys, this is demonic. Mm. So demonic. Celts thought that the presence of the otherworldly spirits made it easier for the Celtic priests to make predictions about the future. Wow. So now we have fortune telling. Right. Witchcraft. Mm-hmm. So to commemorate the event, they made sacrifices, counterfeits. Hey, counterfeit. Yeah. Talk about a counterfeit. They made sacrifices to Celtic deities dressed in animal skins, attempting to teach each other's fortunes. Guys, this oh. is what they did. Oh it was gosh. all these fires and sacrifices and rituals and fortune telling and speaking to demons. And regardless of whether they thought they were speaking to demons or not, this is all demonic. It's so, so demonic. These are the facts. These are the roots. Mm. This is an overall. I mean, this goes deep. Like, yeah, you can go on and on, but I'm, we don't got time for that. So I'm just giving you like the overall basis of this. Yeah, this is how this is how Halloween started. This is where it started. This was the theology it's rooted in. So you take that before the Lord. And and here's something that my, my good friend said. And I love that she said this because it just, it's so, yeah, it's like a, a, a duh moment. She was like, um, she also felt very convicted this past year. And she said, you know, I sit in my house and I do all this warfare and I pray against the enemy and the spirits of the enemy. And then I go and parade my kids around celebrating this demonic holiday. Right. So like, she's like, why would I do that? Why am I here fighting the enemy and yet participating in a holiday around him? Inviting him in, exactly. Yeah. 
when yeah, you think about it kinda, that. And when she said that, I was like, yeah, girl. Is, yeah, I, you know, so and, and with Halloween, and I've, I said this this past year and over the years, like even in my neighborhood or you walk into Home Depot or Lowe's, there is so much darkness and so much demonic yeah. presence. There's oh, skeleton. Yeah. There's like, what, the 12-foot skeleton now that everybody oh, has and, in their yard. And the, and the witches and the ghosts. And yeah. listen, there. I mean, again, you got to take this before the Lord because I know some people will say, well, I don't do those things. I don't hang those things in my house. I just walk around and dress my kids up. Again, you have to stand yeah. before the Lord with that. You have to ask him if you should yeah. be participating in any form in any way that's right i'm not going to tell you that but i am going to tell you where this do your research from. do your research do your research i wish i wish kelly was here because kelly would my girlfriend kelly she was like at first almost like she would fight me you know when we would talk mm -hmm. about halloween and stuff like that and i would talk about the demonic and all that oh no 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 i just love the cute stuff about it and i just do the fun mm -hmm. stuff about it you know, and by the end of October, she was renouncing Halloween because she was so convicted by it. And she was one of yeah. those people that's like, love Halloween, you know, decorations and the fun and all of that. Yeah. But I don't participate in the demonic side of it. Well, if you're participating at all, you're participating in the demonic. Again, and you can put lipstick on a pig all you want. Yeah. It's still a pig underneath. Right. And yeah. participating in it in any way doesn't change what it is. I, and I think to remember that we as Jesus moms are called to be different. We're called to live a holy right. life. We're called out of the darkness and into the light. Right. That doesn't mean we can't have fun in the fall. Right. You know, right. I think you, you know, we've talked about it. We're going to be doing a fall party. You know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and Sharon even talked about that, how they do the braided bread and all of that kind of stuff and do a, a fall festival type of thing. Yeah, and that's yeah. a, a celebration of Thanksgiving to God for yeah. all that he's done, you know, in yeah. the fall harvest and everything like that. So there are ways that you can still like not participate in this, but have you some can sort of celebration and you have can a have fun fun time yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you can have fun the um the last thing we're going to talk about and and you're kind of almost going to laugh at this because it's like a duh like why would i do that but i don't know if everybody's heard about this but there's a christian ouija board out there now that you can buy on amazon it's a, like Sweet. the holy spirit board <laughs> holy yeah. spirit board guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what and when I first heard about this, somebody sent it to me. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. We have Christian Ouija board. So you can have direct access to Jesus. That's what that's their <laughs> in premise. In case you didn't know that right. you know, praying does that and the right. Holy Spirit lives inside of you and you're born exactly. again. In case you didn't realize. Yeah. You have direct access. But this is born, but okay. This is divination. I practiced yeah. I did the Ouija board when I was a kid. There was I don't I think I had one quite frankly. Mm -hmm. I think there was one in my bedroom and up in the closet and I'd bring it down and we'd do these, you know, like seance type things. And I did have to renounce my participation in that because I believe it did open a door to the demonic realm. It was living at Satan's level. And yeah. in order to get away from Satan's level, you got to close the door and move on, right? Yeah. Turn towards Jesus. But this whole idea of divination and this and this is where we want to say these are things that will affect generations you know we talk yeah. this this is all about legacy and the reason we're talking mm -hmm. about this is because your participation in this will directly affect your children and yes. you're like tina this is ridiculous no it's not it's not hooey because right. there was witchcraft and divination in my background 
in my mm-hmm. family. And guess what? I had to deal with it. And yeah. I read horoscopes and I did Ouija board. And every time I did that, it opened the door just a little bit more, a little bit more mm-hmm. to the point where I was starting to be able to guess who was on the phone before we had caller ID. To the oh, point where when people are dead and missing, I knew where they were. I mean, it was scary. And you know what would have happened? I would have been the local psychic. And oh everybody, you know, it's that's so... That's where you were headed. That's where the enemy wanted you. That's exactly... That's exactly where he wanted me to be. And I knew he the enemy overplayed his hand when I knew where a dead person was once and they couldn't find them. And I read in the newspaper the next morning dead you know this dead person was found blah 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 and i was like i ran as fast as i could to patty and i'm like something's wrong i gotta deal Mm -hmm. with this and it ended up being an actual spirit of witchcraft and it's because my family opened the door to that and so yeah so our reason for doing this is number one this will affect the legacy you leave behind these are just a few of the things just a few. I'm going to read some of the other ones that if you know you've been involved in this, then you need to renounce them. But like I said, Ouija board or Dungeons and Dragons, some of these like, you know, even a magic eight ball, mm-hmm. um, seances, spirit guides, all of this stuff, anything that turns away from God or usurps the authority of the of the word of God, right? Um, these are all things that you need to renounce in your life. If you want a definitive list or not definitive, but a, a more involved list of those things, um, one of the things in my life that I had to deal with was um, my dad was a Mason and the Masonic, mm-hmm. there's some deep dark things that happen there. If you want a deeper list of that, contact me through the um, Mm -hmm. website or over on Instagram, and I will be happy to give you a list. We want you guys to know this because we want, number one, you walk in maturity, and number two, walk in freedom and stay in freedom. Don't lose your freedom and don't live at that level. For the record, if it is glorified in culture, if it is popular in culture, I would venture to say that it probably doesn't glorify Jesus because that's not the way that culture works. Mm -mm. So if there is something that you're involved in that is super popular among everybody in culture and it's celebrated and whatnot, I would really just, that might be a red flag. Like maybe I should look into this. Maybe I should question this. Test the spirits, guys. That's right. That's right. It's important. It's very important. This culture is not all just here to glorify Jesus as Christ followers we are. So we need to be aware of what we're getting involved in and be very discerning here. Yes. It's the enemy's crafty. Yeah. And if you had even the slightest check in your spirit about anything we said today, you need to heed that check. So let me pray. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you that you have called us out of the darkness and into the light. Lord, may we be those Jesus moms that always walk in the light and not even go near the darkness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.